I'm Rachel Stewart coming to you from the John Clark Performance Studio. And today we welcome Heartland Baroque for a performance of music from Venice with a reading from Mark Twain, a very unusual program that we'll explain in just a minute, or I'll let them explain. But first, uh, just a quick introduction. Heartland Baroque is made up of Marty Perry and David Wilson, who play Baroque violins, Keith Collins, who plays a dulcian, and we might get uh, Keith to or somebody to explain that in a minute. Barbara Crumdeek plays a Baroque cello, William Sims a theorbo. Not with us today is soprano Molly Quinn, who's also part of the group, and we also have a narrator, Dennis Delamar. So welcome. Thank you all for coming today. Great to be here. Thank you so much. Why don't we start with the concept of the program we're going to hear. We're going to hear early Baroque music from Venice, and we're also going to hear readings by Mark Twain. So, Marty, can you explain to us about this program? Sure. We have this group that has violins and dulcian, which you asked about that. That is an early bassoon. And so there is a lot of wonderful repertoire from 17th century Venice for violins and dulcian. And when I was exploring the program, I was remembering when I saw Venice the first time as an American tourist. And I did some reading and looking around to see what other people thought of when they saw Venice for the first time. And I came upon Mark Twain's writings from The Innocents Abroad. And he describes his experience traveling in Venice. And it seemed like a perfect marriage to um hear his words along with the Venetian music and to kind of take Mark Twain's walking tour of Venice with the music. And just a quick word about the music. A lot of this is, as I said, early Baroque. This is before Bach. This is before Vivaldi, correct? Yes, correct. (laughs) Uh, Is there anything in particular about Venetian music from this period of time? It is um, virtuosic and exciting. And they were starting to kind of explore the um, capabilities of all of the instruments, moving closer towards sort of soloistic playing. It's very um, fantastical music. And um, you get to hear lots of changes of mood and affect and texture. And they wanted to move the listener by all of these changes in the pieces. Tell us a little bit about what we're about to hear, because you guys are going to play some music, and then we're going to hear some Mark Twain. So how is this going to work? Well, we're going to show, give you a taste of what the program is going to be like. We are playing two selections by Giovanni Battista Fontana, um, a sonata number 14 for two violins, dulcian and continuo. And then we'll hear the words of Mark Twain. And then we'll play another Fontana sonata for two violins, sonata number 11. And this will give you kind of a taste of how our concert is going to be on Sunday. Okay, well, let's hear it. Thank you. 
the altar repose the ashes of St. Mark. And Matthew, Luke, and John, too, for all I know. <laughs> Venice reveres those relics above all things earthly. For 1,400 years, St. Mark has been her patron saint. Everything about the city seems to be named after him, or so named as to refer to him in some way. Uh, so named, or some purchase rigged in some way to scrape a sort of hurrying acquaintance with him. That seems to be the idea. To be on good terms with St. Mark seems to be the very summit of Venetian ambition. They say St. Mark had a tame lion and used to travel with him. And everywhere that St. Mark went, the lion was sure to go. It was his protector, his friend, his librarian. And so the winged lion of St. Mark, with the open Bible under his paw, is a favorite emblem in the grand old city. It casts its shadow from the most ancient pillar in Venice, in the grand square of St. Mark upon the throngs of free citizens below, and has so done for many a long century. The winged lion is found everywhere, and doubtless here, where the winged lion is, no harm can come. <laughs> Thank you.
That was music by Giovanni Battista Fontana, the sonata on decima for two violins and basso continuo, and featured Marty Perry and David Wilson playing the Baroque violins, Barbara Crumdeek, the Baroque cello, and William Sims, the Theorbo. And before that, we heard a reading from Mark Twain's The Innocents Abroad by Dennis Delamar, and we began with Giovanni Battista Fontana's Sonata Cortadecima for two violins, dulcian, and basso continuo. And uh, all the players were the same on that, with the addition of Keith Collins, who was playing the dulcian, which is an early uh, bassoon. These are members of Heartland Baroque, and they've got a program uh, that they are performing throughout the area called The Winged Lion and The Unremembered Sea. And this was a portion of it. It's music from Venice and the readings of Mark Twain. And Marty... That was great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us. Do you want to just tell us a, a little bit about where you'll be playing this program? And, and again, it's it's music from the Baroque era in Venice, mostly the early Baroque, correct? Yes, the 17th century. A lot of these pieces are written around 1630, 1650 era. And um, we'll be playing in Davidson at the St. Albans Episcopal Church as a part of the Music at St. Albans concert series at 3 o'clock on Sunday, September 23rd. We are also playing in Winston-Salem on Saturday evening, September 22nd at 7 p.m. at St. Paul's Episcopal Church. And my understanding is that you all are uh, recording a CD that should be out sometime soon. We are recording a CD that will be out November 1st. We have recorded the CD, and it's being finished and produced. And um, it is called The Benevolent Monarch, and it has 17th century music of the Habsburgs, um, Bertali, Schmelzer, um, Marini, some composers like that. Well, great. Well, thank you all for coming in today and being on this session of From the John Clark Performance Studio. I'm Rachel Stewart. Uh, This session was mixed in the Samuel R. Spencer Recording and Production Studio and made possible by a generous gift from Keith and Tommy Miller.